Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week two. This week we will read Genesis 12 through 23. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we look into your word, we pray that we would understand, that we would see these promises that you've made, understand how you have fulfilled these promises, that you have kept what you have promised, and that you have plans for us through these promises for our salvation. These things are revealed to us so that we can be saved from our sins, the things that we had done in our lives against you, and your plan to make that right. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Genesis chapter 12. Now Yahweh said to Abram, Leave your country and your relatives and your father's house, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who treats you with contempt. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went, as Yahweh had told him. Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took Sarai, his wife, Lot, his brother's son, all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they went to go into the land of Canaan. They entered into the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, to the oak of Morah, at that time, Canaanites were in the land. Yahweh appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your offspring. He built an altar there to Yahweh, who had appeared to him. He left from there to go to the mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and I on the east. There he built an altar to Yahweh, and called on Yahweh's name. Abram traveled, still going on toward the south. There was a famine in the land. Abram went down into Egypt to live as a foreigner there, for the famine was severe in the land. When he had come near to enter Egypt, he said to Sarai, his wife, See now, I know that you are a beautiful woman to look at. It will happen to me when the Egyptians see you that they will say, This is his wife. They will kill me, but they will save you alive. Please say that you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, and that my soul may live because of you. When Abram had come into Egypt, Egyptians saw that the woman was very beautiful. The princes of Pharaoh saw her and praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. He dealt well with Abram for her sake. He had sheep, cattle, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. Yahweh afflicted Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Pharaoh called Abram and said to him, What is this you have done to me? Why didn't you tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say, She is my sister, so that I took her to be my wife? Now therefore, see your wife, take her, and go your way. Pharaoh commanded men concerning him, and they escorted him away with his wife and all that he had. Chapter 13 Abram went up out of Egypt, he, his wife, all that he had, and Lot with him, into the south. 
Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. He went on his journeys from the south as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. Then Abram called on Yahweh's name. Lot also, who went with Abram, had flocks, herds, and tents. The land was not able to bear them, that they might live together, for their possessions were so great that they couldn't live together. There was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites lived in the land at that time. Abram said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are relatives. Isn't the whole land before you? Please separate yourself from me. If you go to the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you go to the right hand, then I will go to the left. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of the Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before Yahweh destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of Yahweh, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zoar. So Lot chose the plain of the Jordan for himself. Lot traveled east, and they separated themselves from one another. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, and Lot lived in the cities of the plain, and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinners against Yahweh. Yahweh said to Abram, after Lot was separated from him, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward, for I will give all the land which you see to you and to your offspring forever. I will make your offspring as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can count the dust of the earth, then your offspring may also be counted. Arise, walk through the land in its length and in its width, for I will give it to you. Abram moved his tent, and came and lived by the oaks of Mamre, which are in Hebron, and built an altar there to Yahweh. Chapter 14 In the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Eliasur, Kedorlaomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goyim, they made war with Bera, king of Sodom, Birsha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shimber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, also called Zoar. All these joined together in the valley of Sidom, also called the Salt Sea. They served Ketileomer for twelve years, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year Ketileomer came, and the kings who were with him, and struck the Rephaim in Ashtaroth Carnaim, in Zuzim, in Ham, in Emam, in Shavath Kiriathim, and the Horites in their Mount Seir, to El Paran, which is by the wilderness. They returned and came to in Mishpat, also called Kadesh, and struck all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites that lived in Hazazon Tamar. The king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, the king of Bela, also called Zoar, went out, and they set the battle in array against them in the valley of Sidom, against Ketorlaomer, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goyim, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Eliasar, four kings against five. Now, valley of Sidom was full of tar pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, and some fell there. Those who remained fled to the hills. They took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their food, and went their way. They took Lot. Abram's brother's son, who lived in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. One who had escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew. At that time he lived by the oaks of Mamre, 
the Amorite, brother of Eshcol, and brother of Aner. They were allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his relative was taken captive, he led out his 318 trained men born in his house and pursued as far as Dan. He divided himself against them by night, he and his servants, and struck them and pursued them to Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. He brought back all the goods and also brought back his relative Lot and his goods and the women also and the other people. The king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Kedorlaomer and the kings who were with him, at the valley of Shava, that is, the king's valley. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram, of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. Blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. Abram gave him a tenth of all. The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the people and take the goods for yourself. Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand to Yahweh, God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take a thread, nor a sandal strap, nor anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich. I will accept nothing from you, except that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men who went with me, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. Let them take their portion. Chapter 15 After these things, Yahweh's word came to Abram in a vision, saying, Don't be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Abram said, Lord Yahweh, what will you give me, since I go childless, and he who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus? Abram said, Behold, you have given no children to me, and behold, one born in my house is my heir. Behold, Yahweh's word came to him, saying, This man will not be your heir, but he who will come out of your own body will be your heir. Yahweh brought him outside and said, Look now toward the sky and count the stars, if you are able to count them. He said to Abram, So your offspring will be. He believed in Yahweh, who credited it to him for righteousness. He said to Abram, I am Yahweh, who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldees to give you this land to inherit it. He said, Lord Yahweh, how will I know that I will inherit it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. He brought him all these and divided them in the middle and laid each half opposite the other, but he didn't divide the birds. The birds of prey came down on the carcasses, and Abram drove them away. When the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram. Now terror and great darkness fell on him. He said to Abram, Know for sure that your offspring will live as foreigners in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them. They will afflict them four hundred years. I will also judge that nation whom they will serve. Afterward, they will come out with great wealth, but you will go to your fathers in peace. You will be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation they will come here again, for the iniquity of the Amorite is not yet full. It came to pass that when the sun went down, and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. In that day Yahweh made a covenant with Abram, saying, I have given this land to your offspring, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. 
the land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Chapter 16 Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bore him no children. She had a servant, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. Sarai said to Abram, See now, Yahweh has restrained me from bearing. Please go into my servant. It may be that I will obtain children by her. Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar the Egyptian, her servant, after Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to Abram, her husband, to be his wife. He went into Hagar, and she conceived. When she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Sarai said to Abram, This wrong is your fault. I gave my servant into your bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, she despised me. May Yahweh judge between me and you. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your maid is in your hand. Do to her whatever is good in your eyes. Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her face. Yahweh's angel found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness. By the fountain on the way to Shur, he said, Hagar, Sarai's servant, where did you come from? Where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from the face of my mistress Sarai. Yahweh's angel said to her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hands. Yahweh's angel said to her, I will greatly multiply your offspring, that they will not be counted for multitude. Yahweh's angel said to her, Behold, you are with child, and will bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because Yahweh has heard your affliction. He will be like a wild donkey among men. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. He will live opposed to all of his brothers. She called the name of Yahweh who spoke to her, you are a God who sees. For she said, Have I even stayed alive after seeing him? Therefore the well was called Beer Lahai Roy. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. Hagar bore a son for Abram. Abram called the name of his son, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abram was eighty-six years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Chapter 17 when Abram was ninety-nine years old, Yahweh appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will make my covenant between me and you, and will multiply you exceedingly. Abram fell on his face. God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. You will be the father of a multitude of nations. Your name will no more be called Abram, but your name will be called Abraham. For I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. Kings will come out of you. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your offspring after you throughout your generations for an everlasting covenant, to be a God to you and to your offspring after you. I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land where you are traveling, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. I will be their God. God said to Abraham, As for you, you will keep my covenant, you and your offspring, after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep, between me and you and your offspring after you. 
Every male among you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin. It will be a token of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old will be circumcised among you, every male throughout your generations. He who is born in the house, or bought with money from any foreigner who is not of your offspring, he who is born in your house, and who is bought with your money, must be circumcised. My covenant will be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. The uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. God said to Abraham, As for Sarai your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but her name will be Sarah. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. Yes, I will bless her, and she will be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Will a child be born to him who is a hundred years old? Will Sarah, who is ninety years old, give birth? Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. God said, No, but Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son. You shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for, as for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. He will become the father of twelve princes and I will make him a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you at this set time next year. When he had finished talking with them, God went up from Abraham. Abraham took Ishmael, his son, all who were born in his house, and all who were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the same day, as God had said to him. Abraham was ninety-nine years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the same day, both Abraham and Ishmael, his son, were circumcised. All the men of his house, those born in the house, and those bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. Chapter 18 Yahweh appeared to him by the oaks of Mamre as he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and saw that three men stood near him. When he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself to the earth, and said, My lord, if now I have found favor in your sight, please don't go away from your servant. Now let a little water be fetched, wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. I will get a piece of bread so that you can refresh your heart. After that, you may go on your way now that you have come to your servant. They said, Very well, do as you have said. Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah, and said, Quickly, prepare three seahs of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes. Abraham ran to the herd, and fetched a tender and good calf, and gave it to the servant. He hurried to dress it. He took butter, milk, and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them. He stood by them under the tree, and they ate. They asked him, Where is Sarah, your wife? He said, There in the tent. He said, I will certainly return to you at about this time next year, and behold, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Sarah heard in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Sarah laughed within herself, saying, 
after I have grown old will I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? Yahweh said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Will I really bear a child when I am old? Is anything too hard for Yahweh? At the set time I will return to you, when the season comes round and Sarah will have a son. Then Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh, for she was afraid. He said, No, but you did laugh. The men rose up from there and looked toward Sodom. Abraham went to them to see them on their way. Yahweh said, Will I hide from Abraham what I do, since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed in him? For I have known him to the end that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of Yahweh, to do righteousness and justice, to the end that Yahweh may bring on Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Yahweh said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether their deeds are as bad as the reports which have come to me. If not, I will know. The men turned from there and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before Yahweh. Abraham came near and said, Will you consume the righteous with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous within the city? Will you consume and not spare the place for the fifty righteous who are in it? May it be far from you to do things like that, to kill the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be like the wicked. May that be far from you. Shouldn't the judge of all the earth do right? Yahweh said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare the whole place for their sake. Abraham answered, See now, I have taken it on myself to speak to the Lord, although I am dust and ashes. What if there will lack five of the fifty righteous? Will you destroy all the city for lack of five? He said, I will not destroy it if I find forty-five there. He spoke to him yet again and said, What if there are forty found there? He said, I will not do it for the forty's sake. He said, Oh, don't the Lord be angry, and I will speak. What if there are thirty found there? He said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. He said, See now, I have taken it on myself to speak to the Lord. What if there are twenty found there? He said, I will not destroy it for the twenty's sake. He said, Oh, don't let the Lord be angry, and I will speak just once more. What if ten are found there? He said, I will not destroy it for the ten's sake. Yahweh went on his way, as soon as he had finished communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. Chapter 19 The two angels came to Sodom at evening. Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. Lot saw them and rose up to meet them. He bowed himself with his face to the earth, and he said, See now, my lords, please come into your servant's house. Stay all night, wash your feet, and you can rise up early and go on your way. They said, No, but we will stay in the street all night. He urged them greatly, and they came in with him and entered into his house. He made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, surrounded the house, both young and old, all the people from every quarter. 
they called to Lot and said to him, Where are the men who came in to you this night? Bring them out to us, that we may have sex with them. Lot went out to them through the door and shut the door after himself. He said, Please, my brothers, don't act so wickedly. See now, I have two virgin daughters. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them what seems good to you. Only don't do anything to these men, because they have come under the shadow of my roof. They said, Stand back! Then they said, This one came in to live as a foreigner, and he appoints himself a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. They pressed hard on the man Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men reached out their hand, and brought Lot into the house with them, and shut the door. They struck the men who were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. The men said to Lot, Do you have anybody else here, sons-in-law, your sons, your daughters, and whomever you have in the city? Bring them out of the place, for we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown so great before Yahweh that Yahweh has sent us to destroy it. Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who were pledged to marry his daughters, and said, Get up, get out of this place, for Yahweh will destroy the city. But he seemed to his sons-in-law to be joking. When the morning came, then the angels hurried Lot, saying, Get up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. But he lingered, and the men grabbed his hand, his wife's hand, and his two daughters' hands, Yahweh being merciful to him. And they took him out and set him outside of the city. It came to pass, when they had taken them out, that he said, Escape for your life. Don't look behind you, and don't stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be consumed. Lot said to them, Oh, not so, my lord. See now, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, which you have shown to me in saving my life. I can't escape to the mountain, lest evil overtake me and I die. See now, this city is nearer to flee to, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape there. Isn't it a little one? and my soul will live. He said to him, Behold, I have granted your request concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow the city of which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I can't do anything until you get there. Therefore the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then Yahweh rained on Sodom and on Gomorrah sulfur and fire from Yahweh out of the sky. He overthrew those cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the cities, and that which grew on the ground. But Lot's wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Abraham went up early in the morning to the place where he had stood before Yahweh. He looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the plain, and saw that the smoke of the land went up as the smoke of a furnace. When God destroyed the cities of the plain, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the middle of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot lived. Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the mountain and his two daughters with him, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. He lived in a cave with his two daughters. The firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come into us in the way of all the earth. Come, let's make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve our father's family line. They made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He didn't know when she lay down, nor when she arose. It came to pass on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, 
Behold, I lay last night with my father. Let's make him drink wine again tonight. You go in and lie with him, that we may preserve our father's family line. They made their father drink wine that night also. The younger went in and lay with him. He didn't know when she lay down, nor when she got up. Thus, both of Lot's daughters were with child by their father. The firstborn bore a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. The younger also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the father of the children of Ammon to this day. Chapter 20 Abraham traveled from there to the land of the south and lived between Kadesh and Shur. He lived as a foreigner in Gerar. Abraham said about Sarah, his wife, She is my sister. Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream of the night and said, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a man's wife. Now Abimelech had not come near her. He said, Lord, will you kill even a righteous nation? Didn't he tell me she is my sister? She, even she herself, said, He is my brother. I have done this in the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands. God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you have done this. And I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore I didn't allow you to touch her. Now therefore restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. If you don't restore her, know for sure that you will die, you and all who are yours. Abimelech rose early in the morning, and called all his servants, and told all these things in their ear. The men were very scared. Then Abimelech called Abraham, and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I sinned against you, that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. Abimelech said to Abraham, what did you see that you have done this thing? Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place. They will kill me for my wife's sake. Besides, she is indeed my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. When God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to her, This is your kindness which you will show to me. Everywhere that we go, say of me, He is my brother. Abimelech took sheep and cattle, male servants and female servants, and gave them to Abraham, and restored Sarah, his wife, to him. Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. To Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is for you a covering of the eyes to all that are with you. In front of all you are vindicated. Abraham prayed to God. God healed Abimelech and his wife and his female servants, and they bore children. For Yahweh had closed up tight all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Chapter 21 Yahweh visited Sarah as he had said, and Yahweh did to Sarah as he had spoken. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called his son, who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was one hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made me laugh. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. She said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? 
for I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned. Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, mocking. Therefore she said to Abraham, Cast out this servant and her son, for the son of this servant will not be an heir with my son Isaac. The thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight on account of his son. God said to Abraham, Don't let it be grievous in your sight, because of the boy, and because of your servant. And all that Sarah says to you, listen to her voice, for your offspring will be named through Isaac. I will also make a nation of the son of the servant, because he is your child. Abraham rose up early in the morning, and took bread and a container of water, and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder, and gave her the child and sent her away. She departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. The water in the container was spent, and she put the child under one of the shrubs. She went and sat down opposite him a good way off, about a bowshot away, for she said, Don't let me see the death of the child. She sat opposite him and lifted up her voice and wept. God heard the voice of the boy. The angel of God called to Hagar out of the sky and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Don't be afraid, for God has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Get up, lift up the boy, and hold him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation. God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. She went and filled the container with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy, and he grew. He lived in the wilderness, and as he grew up, he became an archer. He lived in the wilderness of Paran. His mother got a wife for him out of the land of Egypt. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the captain of his army, spoke to Abraham, saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done to you, you shall do to me, and to the land in which you have lived as a foreigner. Abraham said, I will swear. Abraham complained to Abimelech because of a water well which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. Abimelech said, I don't know who has done this thing. You didn't tell me, and I didn't hear of it until today. Abraham took sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech. These two made a covenant. Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. Abimelech said to Abraham, What do these seven ewe lambs which you have set by themselves mean? He said, you shall take these seven ewe lambs from my hand, that it may be a witness to me that I have dug this well. Therefore he called that place Beersheba, because they both swore an oath there. So they made a covenant at Beersheba. Abimelech rose up with Phicol, the captain of his army, and they returned into the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and called there on the name of Yahweh the everlasting God. Abraham lived as a foreigner in the land of the Philistines many days. Chapter 22 After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham! He said, Here I am. He said, Now take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah. Offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will tell you of. Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son. 
he split the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place far off. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship and come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. He took in his hand the fire and the knife. They both went together. Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father, he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Here is the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they both went together. They came to the place which God had told him of. Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar on the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. Yahweh's angel called to him out of the sky and said, Abraham, Abraham, he said, Here I am, he said, Don't lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and saw that behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham called the name of that place, Yahweh will provide. As it is said to this day, on Yahweh's mountain it will be provided. Yahweh's angel called to Abraham a second time out of the sky and said, I have sworn by myself, says Yahweh, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, that I will bless you greatly, and I will multiply your offspring greatly like the stars of the heavens, and like the sand which is on the seashore. Your offspring will possess the gate of his enemies. All the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. Abraham lived at Beersheba. After these things, Abraham was told, Behold, Milcah, she also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Uz, his firstborn, Buz, his brother, Kimuel, the father of Aram, Chezed, Hezo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel also became the father of Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Reumah, also bore Teba, Giham, Tahash, and Maaka. Chapter 23 Sarah lived 127 years. This was the length of Sarah's life. Sarah died in Kiriath Arba, also called Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Abraham rose up from before his dead and spoke to the children of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a foreigner living with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. The children of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my lord, you are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the best of our tombs. None of us will withhold from you his tomb. Bury your dead. Abraham rose up and bowed himself to the people of the land, to the children of Heth. He talked with them, saying, if you agree that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat for me to Ephron the son of Zohar, that he may sell me the cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is in the end of his field, 
for the full price, let him sell it to me among you as a possession for a burial place. Now Ephron was sitting in the middle of the children of Heth. Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the children of Heth, even of all who went in at the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, hear me. I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. In the presence of the children of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land. He spoke to Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if you will please hear me, I will give the price of the field. Take it from me, and I will bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My lord, listen to me. What is a piece of land worth four hundred shekels of silver between me and you? Therefore bury your dead. Abraham listened to Ephron. Abram weighed to Ephron the silver which he had named in the hearing of the children of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, according to the current merchant standard. So the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field, the cave which was in it, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all of its borders, were deeded to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all who went in at the gate of his city. After this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, that is, Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave that is in it were deeded to Abraham by the children of Heth as a possession for a burial place. Well, that's our reading for this week. We'll look forward to reading next week.